Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It is the 9th of May. This is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance and well, markets and plenty more besides. I'm Nadine Blaney here with... And a feature in the house. Oh, my goodness me. Path of least resistance was Ooh. sell. It was. Yeah. Not just here, though. No, it Not was here. Around, around right the, around the around region. The region. Um, look, some of the Asian markets have yet to close as we are recording this, so I'll leave that there. But I would also note that U.S. futures have been coming under pressure, NASDAQ E-minis, S&P E-minis, throughout this entire session. So it's... Uh, See of red out there right now, folks. It's like a choose your poison because ordinarily you'd sort of say, oh, well, as we discussed, a strong payrolls was going to be bad news. But, you know, more of the analysts you spoke about today is more about China and the lockdowns and that just exacerbates everything that's wrong with inflation and supply chain. So it se- that seemed to be more of a dominant theme today. Yeah, well, it was funny because I just had a chat with Julia Lee from Berman Invest and she was sort of indicating that all the Chinese data came in better than expected. But there was nothing good about that data as well, far as I could read you, it. Well, I, I guess you grasp me at straws. If the market's looking for minus three for imports and you get flat. So that's, yeah. that is very much at the margin. And exports are as expected. They, they rose 4% um, year on year as expected but the previous read was 14 yes so you just can't that's lockdowns you can't sugarcoat that one so and of course lots of people on twitter are showing us how many ships are just sitting around waiting to be loaded yeah it's great not so great for supply chain because there's one thing that we haven't heard about supply chain constraints and that's transitory (laughs) and uh yeah like those maps are just the Picture is worth a thousand words encapsulated. If you haven't seen them, go seek them out. Um, but we were hearing today about supply chains and issues. We heard it from Under Armour, you know, US earnings mm-hmm. on Friday. We heard it from Adidas. I say Adidas, Adidas, whatever. Um, you Drop know, the accent. We've, <laughs> we've heard it from Aussie companies as well. Not only that, put all that aside, iron ore is coming under pressure. So the miners you know, we're, we're pretty weak today as well. Oh, Fortescue was absolutely hosed. I'm finding that Fortescue is a beta play. So, mm. you know, if, if it has an up day, Fortescue will be better. And then a down, down day like today, I think BHP was down about a quarter of a percent in the end, but Fortescue absolutely hosed. So certainly a lot of pressure. I mean, not that long ago, iron ore was really sticky at 150. Now it's looking like 120. It's a cash cow for all three, but it's just playing into the sentiment. Okay, we saw... Uh, Amcor actually hitting a record high today. So there you go. That's one uh, company you can hang your hat on. Now, we also saw, uh, look, Polynovo did well today. We saw Domino's doing well today. Really what what was hammered particularly hard were those tech stocks. Tech names. Yep. yep. Uh, we kept, kept hitting refresh and definitely I'd say seven of the top ten were negative. There's a couple of other 
bits and pieces as we've put in the market wrap, but we just can't escape the fact that the Fed is increasingly behind the curve. Rates are going a lot higher and growth is just not looking attractive in the markets. Yeah, I would also say it was interesting to see the likes of Lion Town, you know, of Alchem in the worst performers uh, in terms of the materials space chalice. You know, a lot of these names that have had a lot of enthusiasm yeah. around them. Um, David really Lennox said, buy them all. It's a longer term play. Yeah. So, yeah, as you would if you're a, you know, yeah. resources bull. Yeah, and you can find that interview. It's up online. Um, you know, you can get the interview that I just did with Julia Lee. She, too, just sees this as a minor blip in mm. terms of the materials space. In fact, she gives sort of her thinking about what investors should be doing right now, knowing that we've got marquee events coming up like, you know, wages next week, like inflation that in the US. That pesky inflation report coming up this week. Gosh, yep. how many times have I said the word inflation lately? We're you turning in you, you into a macro strategist, Nadine. It's my job is done. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Okay. Uh, let's look for some good. Uh, we mentioned, um, yeah, we mentioned Polynovo. We mentioned Domino's. But Westpac was actually... The biggest percentage gainer, around about and, there, and, and points a, as well. What a shock! Yeah, like, I, I think it's a shock. I, I guess we all read these uh, reports as they drop, of course, and we read them, you know, live on air here at Ausbiz, and you think, oh, that sounds reasonable. But the market loved it; it beat estimates. Uh, it's still committed to cost cutting, something that so West, it's on West track for that. Behind, yeah, behind the curve for a while on cost cutting because everything else is beaten up. Macquarie is just like bleeding on the sidewalk right now. Well, lots of people think Macquarie's a buying opportunity right they now, but do. I'll leave that there because Westpac was Kashi's stock of the day. Uh, the dream team, Gaurav Sodi from Intelligent Investor and Nathan Samasundram from Deep Data Analytics. Um, yeah, they ran the ruler over Westpac. Let's hear what they had to say. All the banks have now become a mortgage play. They've done well on the cost, but they've got a problem where margins are declining. Bad debts, they've been writing it down. When are we, everyone is basically looking for the first bank to start putting up the yep. bad debt provisions. Yep. That's the worry. So I think you're, you've, you've had the run, you've done well. Uh, it hasn't done much in the last 18 months. Uh, you picked up good dividends. Don't get carried away. Look at the okay. cycle. I think you can see what's happening in the property market. You know what the rates are doing. That's your customer base. You're going to see weaker growth. There is now starting to become a whole ocean of opportunity in the market. Yeah. This should be a funding source. Um, you know, the tax, I, I get it, I yeah, get it. But it's, it's tough. You know, it's, it's tough. Uh, that's a decision for the individual, but yeah. there are much better options um, around okay. and then should start selling these and buying those. So there you go. That's pretty resounding. That's not going <laughs> to be put to the investment committee, at least if not, if these guys have anything to do with it. You can listen to that entire podcast or you can watch it if you... Uh, if you so desire, and it's uh, up online, osbiz.com.au right now. There are another few interviews that you can link to via the show notes. Um, solid recommendations coming through on the agri front. Also, I had a uh, chat with Anthony Kavanaugh from Chester Asset Management. He talked about a screaming buy in terms of you know bargain basement pricing. Um, we've got Morningstar talking yeah, about I, I opportunities. Chat, I chatted to Gareth. Yeah, the, the top of the, the 11. Now, Morningstar isn't a buy, hold, sell, but they do scream valuations. So he was basically saying that, no, not looking at tech. He even highlighted zero and said, look, I like zero as a company, but it's still too rich, so we're not even looking at that. Hmm. So he, there's a whole bunch of Rolodex of names that are looking like good value right now, and he's, he does – acknowledge that days like today you know it's easy to be gun shy but he said if you just keep your 
screening, keep your models, look at your discounted cash flows, opportunities will arise. So he gives a nice detailed lay of the land there when it comes to research and using research to look for value. Cool. All right. Um, Look, we talked about the marquee event being the US inflation data this week. I don't want to get too far into that. Tomorrow, Annette, we've got the weekly consumer confidence read coming from the ANZ. Now, this will encompass I the think, rate rise. Yeah, it's actually business and consumer sentiment tomorrow because the last business sentiment survey shot the lights out. Mm-hmm. We're like, what's with these supply chain constraints? So now we've got rate rise as well as uh, promise of more. The markets are rattling away. So I wouldn't be surprised if consumer sentiment absolutely tanked. Um, as you know, there's there's current and expectations. So both of those will probably take a hammering thanks to that rate rise. And of course, it's been dominating the airwaves uh, ever since. And of course, all the banks passed it on within 24 hours. So a lot of households would have already felt, um, felt mm-hmm. the pain. Yeah. And a lot complaining that their deposit rates didn't go up in tandem as well. So business confidence, coming from the NAB tomorrow, Consumer Confidence Weekly, volatile but weekly, worth a read, coming from ANZ. And we'll be speaking with Felicity Emmett about that as it drops, so we'll get the insights into that for you. Um, Otherwise, Annette... Look, there's nothing major happening tomorrow. We get the monthly consumer confidence from Westpac we, on we Wednesday. We get Q1 retail sales. So last week we got retail sales which shot the lights out mm-hmm. at 1.6 for the month. In the old days we used to get the month and the quarter together, but okay, they're stretching out the anticipation. So we get the quarter. Why that's important is you do get the mix of the prices and the volumes and it's the volumes that feed into GDP and that'll just start everybody's spreadsheets humming because we all know that trade had a massive detraction um, from GDP because we got that trade mm-hmm. data last week as well. And will we do a US? Will we have a negative GDP? So it will – I don't know. one likes to talk about GDP. That's what pointy heads are for. But it is crucial to thinking going forward. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, we'll get uh, some small we'll cap. Co- we'll cover all that as it drops, obviously. Okay, yep, yep. 11.30 on the big picture. Colorado will be joining you for that. Um, Joe Mager, I was going to say, from Lakehouse Capital is joining us. He's joining us from the States, but he's all about small caps. And look, it was a painful session for <laughs> micro caps and small cap investors today. They led the way down today. Yeah, the emerging market composite index was off by 4%. So yeah, um, we think of you all out there and uh, includes many of us here in the newsroom as well. The small odds was off by about 3%. So we'll get some good insights into that end of the market tomorrow morning. And that is at about 9.40, 9.45. Looking forward to that. Heath Moss will be joining us at 10. He always gives us companies that he's happy to invest in. And uh, Spirit Technology will join us in the small caps. It sold some of its fixed mobile um, assets today and the share price did really well off the back of that. So look, I'm not going to get into a name game as I always do and always regret because we've got just you know a whole Too heap many. of great guests <laughs> yeah, coming up. Tomorrow, which is a Tuesday, and uh, it's another day, but we'll all talk about that tomorrow. And that should we? Oh, I think we need to cool our yeah. heels today. We feel a bit talked out today. I do. So that's all right. That's what we're here to bring you, the news as it drops. We're certainly going to be resting up at 8.30 tomorrow morning. What will the U.S. session bring? Let's see. Who knows? Well, all I can say is that the local market, the S&P ASX 200, closed down by 1.2%, 7,100. And 21. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow.